Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. Singapore Homebrew on Money FM 89.3. A new book called Sing Musicals, A History of Singapore Musical Theater is coming out now. Dr. Kenneth Lian is the author uh, and somebody who knows a great deal about uh, the musical theater in Singapore. He's a Singaporean consulting pediatrician, founder of the Rainbow Center, composer for musical theater. He's composed over 200 songs, written and staged over 30 musicals in Singapore. This is somebody who knows exactly what it's talking about when it comes to Singapore's musical background and and frameworks here. And celebrated a birthday yesterday. And happy birthday to you, <laughs> Dr. You're Ken not going to sing, are you? <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy no, okay, there we go. Uh, Ken, great to have you on the show. Yeah, Thanks thank for being with so us. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, quite a, uh, quite a, quite a life you've, you are living right now, and specifically about musicals. What got you into being interested in musicals, writing them, writing songs. Is this a lifelong passion? Yes, I've been uh, playing the piano and the violin since I was three years old. So mm. I've been very, very involved in music. music. And then uh, during the, my university, my medical school was in England. Uh. And, of course, I went down to the West End and saw these uh, wonderful musicals. You very know, inspiring down very there. Very inspiring. Mm. And then when I went to America to do my fellowship, I also went to the Broadway and watched <laughs> them. And, sure, these are the best in the world. Wonderful. Well, nice. I, ha- I mean, I have to ask, for the benefit of our listeners, as, as Glenn mentioned there, you did turn 75 yesterday. Since retiring, you said you've written four <coughs> books. You were a pa- pediatrician for more than 30 years. You also co-composed the 1997 National Day Parade song. You've written a screenplay which won first prize in a TV international competition. Glenn mentioned the 30 musicals. Obvious question, why didn't you do this full time? <laughs> you practically did. My, my my dad, when I told him I wanted to do music, he said, "No, you better do a profession that puts bread on the table." Uh, very right. Singaporean response, right? <laughs> very Singaporean. And so I became a doctor. So yeah, yeah. that that means that I can do music as a hobby, mm. and that gives me a great joy because I don't depend on it for for living. Yeah, it's interesting. And talk to us first about the the overview. What 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 does the musical theater scene look like in Singapore today? And and maybe we yes. have to obviously couch it in terms of COVID as well. The past few yes, years, but yes. generally speaking, what what level is Singapore playing okay. at? We were actually a bit slow, a bit late in starting. In 1988 was the first musical oh. that came on, and and. The first decade was very good because we wrote a lot of new musicals. Mm. And then the next decade, it sort of died down a little bit. And then COVID came and that really was yeah. terrible. It was a shock because all the theaters were closed, no audience. And, but luckily, some of the people were still writing during those few years. Mm. And so when COVID ended and we op- reopened our theaters, uh, several new musicals were put on show and and they were quite wonderful musical I, I watched them and they are really very good mm-hmm. well here's a question 
how do you define a Singapore mm. musical? <laughs> yeah. Which is not as simple as it seems, no, Ken, and I'll not. tell you why. This is a Singapore radio show, but Glenn and I are not Singaporeans. <laughs> so it's a grey area. How yeah. do you, you've written the first book, the definitive book, I hope, on the history of Singapore musical theatre. Mm. How do you define a Singapore musical? As you say, it is extremely difficult to define <laughs> it. Um, does it need to be a Singaporean who, who wrote at least some component of it, maybe the music mm. or the words? Or does it have to be um, staged in Singapore? Or does it have to have Singapore actors? But to me, it has to be um, something that depicts our spirit, our culture, and something, uh, although it doesn't have to be set in Singapore, it can be set in China or Thailand or some other country, but there must be something. But um, some, some people say that if you declare yourself as a Singapore musical, that is a Singapore musical. Hmm. Um, yeah, maybe, but, but the, the exception is Singapore, the musical written by some uh, Filipinos hmm. and directed and, and acted by Filipinos. But when I saw it, I didn't feel it was Singapore. Although it was a, about a former prime minister, LKY. Hmm. So it didn't feel that way. So I, I feel that a Singapore musical must embrace something about the feeling, the culture, the English, something about Singapore. Now, that's fascinating, Ken, because wearing my Singaporeness on my sleeve, I've written many books about Singapore. So what would be the difference? You said it's a feel thing. How would you say, what were the differences between the, the Filipino production about Lee Kuan Yew and, of course, the Singapore production about Lee Kuan Yew that starred Adrian Pung? And it was a roaring success. How would you define the differences between the two? Yeah, it's uh, the... The, the way that the people are depicted, because the uh, one by Adrian Pang was, he, he really showed what a Singaporean really behaves and speaks and interacts with other people. So I think that is the most important. Uh, it mm. embraces the culture and everything. Mm. Uh. That makes sense. We're talking with Dr. Kenneth Lian, who just released Sing Musicals, A History of Singapore Musical theater. And uh, as Neil just mentioned, what we hope will be the definitive tome on Singapore musicals. It seems to me, Ken, that, you know, at the very least, some portion of a Singapore musical, if we're going to classify it that way, needs to be written by a Singaporean yes. or at least in Singapore. I, 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 I agree with you. Yes, yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. And, and the performance, one would assume if it's being written here at some level. It's going to also be performed here at some level. Yes. Is that a fair yes. assumption? Correct, correct. Yeah. What about the venues that we have in Singapore? Yeah. We, We've had we, new ones coming on all the time. We have new ones, but the problem is the rental. It's still very expensive. Mm. And to get financial support for musicals is also very, very difficult. And then the audience. We don't have the audience. You know, some countries like uh, England and America, they have a maybe a couple of hundred years of audience mm. build up over the centuries and they have a lot of tourists. We, we, we're still struggling with this. And yeah. What's, what's the, what's, what are some of the better venues that you personally like to see musical I, stage because of acoustics or, or friendliness for the audience? I like the National Library, the, um, the, they have a wonderful, mm. yeah. relatively small, Very only good. about... Yeah. Pandemonium uh, often does yeah. theirs. Uh, yes. Correct. Yeah. 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 Now, that's a really good one. Okay, here's a question for you that I think will really get you going because it does for me that Singapore musicals or musical theatre generally is not considered a serious art form. 
This drives me crazy because I absolutely adore musical theatre. Yeah. When I was a kid, the first thing I ever saw was Oliver in uh, the London Palladium in the West End. It, it, I just thought it yeah. was mind-blowing. What do you say to people who say, oh, it's not a serious art form like opera or dramatic productions, when they say, yeah, it's a bit of fun, it's a bit of throwaway fluff, but musical theatre, not real art. What yeah, would you to say me, to, to me, musical theatre is a very important art form because it embraces not only our culture, our history, and uh, you know our sensibilities, but it's it's something that also combines people because it's not just uh, it includes acting, dancing, singing. You know, a lot of uh, arts are all embraced into this, and then you make a lot of friends because. People enjoy musical theater, and you see that by, by the way they react during the performances. So I think musical theater is a very important art form, but you need to implant it early. So the uh, yeah. educational system must somehow have some form of musical theater. Yeah. Ken, you know, we've seen in recent years the understanding w- that now sports has become a viable profession yeah. For many, uh, yes. for many Singaporeans, or more Singaporeans, some, some sports, for, for some sports, yes, yeah. for more Singaporeans, not many, and the performing arts. Certainly, many Singaporeans uh, have have chosen to go that direction, even though the salaries aren't necessarily there yet. Yeah. But there have been some some quite good successes in in this area. As you look at musical theater, you talked about the the cost of staging these uh, the rentals and things like yes. that but are we still are we getting the producers the directors the managers the choreographers are we getting that ground swell of people that really have skills in these jobs that can promote this industry yes it's starting to appear it took us several decades but you must remember that musical theater is only 35 years old in singapore mm-hmm. and so to develop all these uh, great producers, directors, actors, and singers, and dancers. They, they take a bit of time, but we're getting there. And, and the latest few performances I've seen really are very impressive. Hmm. World-class, in, in, indeed. Okay. And, but we need to attract foreign tourists because our population in Singapore is not that big. Right. And so, to support that. To support yeah. it, yes. Do we, need more, do we need more government support? Do we need yes. more uh, corporate sponsors? What, what do we need? To everything. We need government, <laughs> corporate sponsors, everything we do need, yeah. including the audience. Yeah. It's an interesting yeah. point you made there, Ken. The double-edged sword of major international foreign productions that come here, the big Mamma Mia's and the Sound of Music that fill out at MBS and yes. elsewhere – on the one hand, I know that local practitioners have said it's taken away a space from us. But then on the other hand, they say, well, it, it creates an interest in musical theatre. And then hopefully that family will go from Sound of Music to watching a Dick Lee production. What are, what are your thoughts on yes, the big I, international blockbusters that come no, in? I, I believe we to have a, a total art scene, we do need both foreign and local. So I, I do welcome all these uh, overseas performances, uh, Les Mis, uh, uh, Miss Saigon, and so on. Mm. I think it's important to have them in Singapore, at least to uh, open people's eyes and ears so that they really love musical theatre, and Mm. then they will go and experiment with some local productions. Yeah. We're talking with uh, Kenneth Lian, Dr. Kenneth Lian, who has released uh, the book Sing Musicals, A History of Singapore Musical Theatre. And Ken, 
Recently, notably, we saw with the uh, the Coldplay concert and the Taylor Swift concerts coming to Singapore that the STB has really, really tried to package Singapore as a destination for people to come to watch the concert, spend a couple of days, of course, go shopping and eating and all of that. Can you envision a time when we could do that with our local musical theaters as well? Really reach out to audiences around the region and say, hey, we have got really high quality musicals here come for the weekend, watch a show, do some shopping, some sightseeing. I'm very optimistic. And yes, I do uh, really believe that in the future because we do have a lot of talent in Singapore. We just need to embrace it and we need to uh, advertise for them. You know, uh, mm. uh, we, we don't push them very much and we don't, we don't you know, allow them to, to flourish. Mm. So we need to have a little bit of support there. Yeah. But I have to ask the question because as we sit here, the writers and the actors in the US are currently on strike because of the, the <laughs> impending threat of AI. How do you feel about the threat of AI with regards to the writing of future theatre productions in Singapore? Should yeah. we be concerned? Yes. Yes and no, because AI, already there's been in 2016, a uh, artificial intelligent musical called Beyond the Fence, which was staged in London. It received uh, sort of moderate uh, uh, approval. Many of the critics said it was terrible, but uh, huh. some of the audience, when they were interviewed, when they came out, they said it was okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, so so I, I, I think uh, artificial intelligence, we have to embrace it. We, we, we have to do something and make it better. But just to add to that, from a Kiasu perspective, it's already hard enough to get a kid to convince their parents, I can do this, I can be a writer, an author, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now the Kiasu parent can say, ah, but AI is going to take your job anyway. So what would you say to that yes. as a defense? Yeah, no, I, I think uh, it'll just have to, we have to work with it and we have to improve our musical theater and make it really, really absorbing and compulsive so that everyone will want to see it. Is there an organization in Singapore, uh, perhaps, you know, perhaps it's, it's being headed by you, that, that reaches out to bring all of these forces together to, example, for example, to have dialogue with the government about, hey, we need more subsidies, we need more things. Is there a musical, Singapore musical society or group that is a, uh, an organization that can really come together and, and put the power of Singapore musicals behind efforts to uh, to make it a more viable not a profession. strong not a strong group there's a musical theater limited that tries to culture and and incubate new musicals and we do have dialogues with the government yeah um but no we don't have a very strong central mm. body that uh, negotiates yeah okay hey tell us about tell us more specifically about your book and the sections in your book and how you break down uh, uh, what, yeah. what's in your new book. So, so uh, when writing the book, I was quite surprised by the um, number of non-English musicals because we always think of musicals as being English language. Mm. And, and in fact, the vast majority are English language. But in recent years, there have been a growing uh, non-English musicals coming onto the scene. And this to me is, is wonderful because it embraces the local uh, Asian languages and la- Asian cultures and music. So this is starting to appear. So I think this is something that, that is uh, also very good. And then the other thing is uh, I, I was looking at the, the way that music is in, encouraged in schools. And some schools do regular musical productions, original musicals. Right. And they are very good. 
And I was very surprised. In fact, I'm one of the uh, uh, mentors for the Raffles Hall at National oh. University. Okay. And we, we do produce every year a new musical huh. produced by the students. Oh, that's fantastic. It is absolutely fantastic. Okay, then final question. You've written the book, Sing Musicals, A History of Singapore Musical Theatre. In your opinion, what ingredients make a great Singapore musical and give us your favourite example of that? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, That's a big question. It's a very big question. We only <laughs> do the big questions here. <laughs> it's a difficult one to answer. The, uh, I, I, I like the Dick Lee musicals because by and large they are very, very powerful. Uh, he wrote about our last Prime Minister, uh, LKY. He's very good at writing captivating songs. And I think uh, having a, a, a Singaporean in the writing, in the creative process is very important. And then to capture some of our history and our, our personalities and our Singlish, all these are very important. Yeah. Fabulous, fabulous. Wonderful. We thank you so much for being with us, Dr. Kenneth Lien, the author of Sing Musicals, A History of Singapore Musical Theatre, a pediatrician, a birthday boy as of yesterday. 75 years <laughs> young. <laughs> uh, Thank thanks, you. thanks so much. And, oh, and a mentor as well to many up and coming in this, in this musical theater uh, realm of ours in Singapore. Thanks for coming. Thanks for all of your hard work over the years and the hundreds of songs you've written and everything and giving so much joy to so many people. Thank you. Thank you all. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.